but that we don't really know who the Holy Spirit is. We know who the Father is. We know who the Son is. But very challenging for us when every time the benediction is pronounced that comes from 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14, very hard for us to understand what does Paul mean when he speaks about the fellowship or the communion or the communication we have with the Holy Spirit. And so I want us to try and explore together this question of who is the Holy Spirit? What person is he? What kind of character does he have? How can we come to know him and have fellowship with him? And how is it that it's to our advantage that the Lord Jesus has gone away and that the Holy Spirit has come to the church? Who is the Holy Spirit? Actually, to begin with, the word spirit in English helps us, and the words spirit in Hebrew and in Greek help us even more. All of these words actually are onomatopoeic. Remember onomatopoeia from high school English, a word that by its very sound conveys the sense of its meaning, spirit. The Hebrew word is ruach, and the Greek word is pneuma. And each of these words, spirit, ruach, pneuma, they all have this sense of driving energy, of driving force coming from us in order to communicate with somebody else. And that, of course, is exactly what these words mean in the Old Testament in Hebrew and in the New Testament in Greek. Uh, Pneuma, ruach, are words that describe the wind, sometimes even a gale, an expression of power and energy in motion, an expression of great effectiveness. Sometimes we use the word spirit in exactly that way. You go and visit somebody in hospital who's been sick, and you come home and they say, well, what kind of spirit was he in today? And you might say he had marvel. He was in great form. His spirit had really been lifted. Or you might say his spirits were very depressed. Or you might say he was in a very crotchety spirit. He was out of sorts. And what we mean by that is the, the driving energy, the characteristics of an individual as that individual expresses himself or herself to us in personal contact and personal communication. And the same is true, we might say, in God. God's Spirit is the way in which God personally expresses himself and his power and his character to us in a personal form. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Father who plans, the Son who brings salvation to pass, and then the Holy Spirit who expresses the inner drive and desire 
of God in creation and in redemption and communicates God to us in this particular kind of way. It's one of the basic axioms of our Christian theology that God is in himself as he reveals himself to be. Or to put it the other way around, he reveals himself to be exactly what he is in himself. Now, we understand that, as John Calvin said, when God reveals himself to us, we are human beings, we are creatures, we are finite. He accommodates his revelation to our ability to take it in and to understand. And the same is true of the person and ministry of the Holy Spirit. God in himself is infinite. The Spirit is infinite. We cannot possibly fully comprehend who the Holy Spirit is. One of the marvelous things that we find